welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. Welcome. So today we're going to talk about hustle and bustle. And so I'm kind of thinking about like last holiday season as compared to this holiday season. And it was different, right? Last holiday season was very different for my family than seasons past. What about you guys? Was last holiday season like because of the pandemic? Were there differences? So we did not do Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or actually my parents and my brother did it. My sister had COVID and then we had been somewhat exposed. So we were like all separated. Yeah. And then, and then I was terrified and anxious about Christmas, which we also celebrate being canceled that between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we did nothing. Like we hunkered down. No one went anywhere. No one saw anything because I didn't want to risk like missing Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was really, really, really different. different. Um, really different. What about you, Jamie? I can't even remember what we did. So <laughs> obviously, I don't think we really did much of. I don't. We didn't do much of anything at all. Yeah, it was just a pretty tense kind of time with trying to navigate. Do we want to do something? Do we not want to do something? So yeah, pretty not very memorable. <laughs> that same. We, we did. We also did nothing really for Thanksgiving. And we drove to a family's family member's house in Colorado for Christmas, but it was all very quiet, very, I don't know, simple sounds positive. I don't feel very positive about it. It felt like quiet and a little bit like fearful and tense. It was not, yeah, it was not it very fun. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I don't feel like it was a very... Um, Joy-filled. Joy-filled <laughs> or that, you know, I'm making this decision on my own without external constraints right. it was <laughs> that you know like that oh well, we're not really going to do holidays and it's a conscious decision it's a choice that i'm making versus like feeling it and imposed yeah. kind of a, upon it, you us didn't like yeah, yeah. forced exile forced. yeah forced <laughs> exile. Yes. I like that. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. so yes i think and we're kind of talking about it all of the same thing but i think one of the things we missed or i definitely missed last year was the hustle and bustle of the holiday season of the you know the christmas program or the you know Christmas parties or buying the gifts or getting the family together, like that hustle and bustle, like fun busyness of the holiday season. I, I really missed that last year. And the connection yeah. of yes. it all. So like seeing people and interacting with people and like trading well wishes and like the crowds and the, the yeah. lights and the... The life, right? Uh Like the vibrance of it. Yeah, for sure. So I I think when I think about hustle and bustle in those terms, it feels really positive, like kind of moving around, kind of shopping and doing fun activities with kind of the like life of the party around me. What about you guys? Does hustle and bustle kind of feel like a positive experience? Yeah, I, I think for the most part, again, if it's more of a kind of a conscious planned (laughs) decision, Mm. doing different activities, doing lots of different things. And I think that's one of the things that I like about the holiday season is there's so much variety. Like we can do so many different things and that adds to the the hustle and bustle of it for me. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Lucy? Yeah, I think it can be really fun. Like there's, there's some energy there and like excitement with it and, and vitality. I think I mean, you used the word life a minute ago and I think that's exactly it. And then, then there's the other side of it where you're like, this is great. We'll go to the mall. And then you pull in and you're like circling for (laughs) 45 minutes and you can't move. And it's like crowded with people. 
which can then be feel a little like overwhelming and like too much. That's right. That's right. So there's kind of a line, right? Uh-huh. There's a line between like fun, enjoyable, like hustle and bustle, which kind of sounds like festive. And then this kind of like overwhelming busyness, forced, crowded, mm-hmm. stressful. Yeah. 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 So we kind of talked about like intentional holiday season earlier in this series. And, and that's one thing I'm, I'm thinking about as we're comparing this holiday season to last holiday season. What are you guys excited to bring back? What are you guys excited to do this holiday season that maybe wasn't such a part of last holiday season? Well, I can say it while y'all are kind of thinking, but one thing I'm really excited about is being with family during the preparations. Um, Being with family at all during Thanksgiving, I'm really, really excited about that. And just even things like, I don't know that I appreciate it before, like going grocery shopping for the Thanksgiving break or getting the the things together kind of out and about with other people. I'm really looking forward to that. And even just some of the busyness that I think I took for granted in the past, like going to Christmas concerts or going to kind of gatherings. I am really excited about some of those things that I think prior to last year, I really took for granted. Yeah, some of the community, maybe yeah. manifestations of like holiday spirit and yeah. Tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would say the same, like getting together, even if it's just in smaller groups of people that I wasn't able to visit with last year, like doing that if possible is fun. I'm looking forward to cooking a little bit this year. I don't, we didn't really go all out last year um, <laughs> for that, but I, I enjoy preparing a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. what's your fun. favorite thing to prepare? I like making desserts. And so I'll do whatever people are wanting me to do. Everybody has like their own thing. What are some of the favorite holiday desserts in your family? Well, and I don't know that they're holiday holiday, but I mean, my friends, Megan and Chris, every time that they're in, which usually is a around some sort of holiday, although they come to visit all the time, but he's always harassing me to make a carrot cake. And so I will, I will do that, do that specifically for Easter, but sometimes for the holidays, I'll like Christmas or Thanksgiving, I'll do that too. Grace likes this um, pumpkin butter cake thing that I make that I only make like at Thanksgiving. And so she's, she's always looking forward to that. And then sometimes I'll try out new stuff. I know one year I decided I'm going to make everything from scratch. I made rolls and the like honey butter to put on them and like all of this kind of stuff. I made it. I made, I made like a ton of things and I was pretty exhausted by the, by the end. So I don't know that I will be repeating that this year, but maybe like, <laughs> a new dish or something. Yeah. That's, and Jamie, that's a really good Mm -hmm. point in terms of hustle and bustle. Like where is hustling and bustling fun Mm -hmm. and like gives you energy versus like, when is it too much hustle and bustle? And then you're like, now I'm just really tired and kind of cranky and can't even enjoy any of it because it's like too much. That's right. That's right. And so I think that that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful I will be able to do for myself and, I, and maybe that we will all be able to do is kind of learn from last year where things were that force slowed down so that we can be really intentional about what we invite back. So what's the fun hustle and bustle that we're like, we missed? Like, are there traditions that you guys weren't able to do last year and now are excited about doing this year? Like anything that you guys missed? Last year, trying to think. So Thanksgiving was one of them. Oftentimes we'll go and like look at Christmas lights. So like maybe we'll do like one of those horse drawn carriage tour things or something along those lines. So there there wasn't just no getting out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what last year kind of had a nice 
a nice maybe effect was it kind of distilled some of that for me is like, ooh, what did I really miss last year that I'm really going to intentionally bring back in? And what were the things that maybe we we kind of have done always? And I don't know that we maybe don't need them to stick around, that they're not as important or they're just kind of that like chronic busyness. Avery, share what Wesley said about hustle and bustle. And like, so yeah. I was talking to Wesley, my daughter, about like, fun hustle and bustle versus not so fun hustle and bustle. Like, where is that line? And she said, well, I think it's really fun to be busy. It's really fun to be like decorating the gingerbread house while somebody's like decorating the tree. But she said, what's not so fun is to have to stop doing that because we have to go do something else. And so it was really interesting. She said the fun busy is like being able to fully finish. And I think she didn't say this, but it was really fully be present in the activity right now without having to be worried about cutting short or getting on to the next activity. So I really like that of that kind of the hustle and bustle that allows us to be present, but doesn't keep taking us out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about like scheduling around things and let's say there's like a weekend in December where your kids have like a choir concert, right? And then like you're invited to three different parties or like, then there's like a fun run, right? Like there there may be a cookie decorating thing. I don't know. Like, so any one of those things, two of those things, like might be great in and of themselves, but when you stack them all up, Like that's where you have to like dash from one to the next and can't be fully present or fully finished, you know, as Wesley said. And that's like kind of trying to make those decisions where it's not only do I want to do this activity or not, but in the bigger scope of the other puzzle pieces I have going on, like, what do I need to do? What do I need to say yes to? What do I need to say no to? That's right. And I I think that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the intentional holiday season is that purpose, right? Is if the purpose is to be around friends, then and then maybe that helps to guide our decisions that, oh, wow, this is a group of friends that we haven't seen. And so we're definitely going to do that. These two activities are with groups of friends that we see a lot. So maybe those can go by the wayside so that we don't have this exhaustive busyness for the weekend. And so I think that that being intentional and kind of aligning those decisions with your purpose can be so helpful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking about when this podcast like it'll come out December 16th right so we're mm-hmm. like knee deep nose di- nose dive maybe beyond knee deep we're like yes. in our shoulders into the mm-hmm. holiday season and so it's a great time to reevaluate like how are you doing with those intentions that you That's set right. do you have too much hustle and bustle do you need to take things off your plate mm-hmm. are there things you want to add on so kind of allowing yourself I think part of it too is allowing yourself to change your mind I love that that flexibility so important Right. Or pass off when you said take things on. And my immediate reaction, Lucy, was no. Yeah. <laughs> if it's December 16th, I don't want to be taking anything else on. Maybe you're taking so, on like an appointment at the spa. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yes. But no. How, how about like, what am I what am I passing off? Like, yeah. what am I delegating to other individuals at this point? And I think that that kind of links back to this idea that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with mental health. And I think we talked about lots of different like specific mental health issues that can be affected by the holiday season. But I think one thing that's generally kind of affected by the holiday season is stress. And I think this idea of taking things off of the list, clearing the plate can really help with that stress level and kind of continuing to attend, right? To to check in with the purpose and the intention that you set maybe at the beginning of the holiday season, but also just kind of your general stress level, where you are, how you're doing, what do you need to be able to offer yourself more self-care, even when it gets really hustly and bustly, when it gets really busy. So how do you guys do that during times of stress or busyness? Have you guys found anything that helps you to kind of tune back in, attend to yourself, get your needs met. So 
One of the one of the things that I shared with the the both of you yesterday is something that I found which I've not ever used but probably will this holiday season. Instead of a to-do list, it's called the not to-do list. And so I really like this and people can google it or we can just add on this to our our website or on one of our social media platforms, but I like it because it breaks things down. So one column has everything on my plate. So you can list Love everything that. that you've got going on. And then on the right side, there are four different boxes. So where you can take the stuff that's on your plate and maybe like scooch them over to some of the boxes that are on the right. And those boxes are other people's responsibilities, (laughs) stuff that's out of my control, stuff that drains me or stuff that doesn't need to get done. And I just wonder Ah. like from everything on my plate, like if I start moving things over into those other four boxes, like what that's going to look like for me. And what's left on your plate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. One little box I might like to add to that is, is there anyone else that could do this? Yeah. And I don't know if that falls into any of the categories that are already there. But I think sometimes when I get stressed, uh-huh. I can start to feel like I'm the only one that can do all of these things. Yeah. And they may not be fully somebody else's responsibility, but somebody can be fully equipped and able to do it. And that could that alone could mean that I uh-huh. can delegate. And they can do it. I think maybe the important like next two words to add to that is like good enough. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I can fully let the same way that Mm -hmm. you would do it, but it's like good enough. Mm -hmm. So this from a practical standpoint, that might look like what? What are some things that you guys have effectively delegated or plan to effectively try to delegate? I would love for my family to wrap the gifts. I mean, they're going to look like they fell off the back of a truck, but that's okay. (laughs) You know, they'll be disguised in some kind of way. Like that would be great because generally I'm the gift wrapper of everything for everyone. Uh And it's a lot. I mean, it is a, it is a lot depending on what, what we're giving, but it just uh, takes a lot of time. Yeah. And it's not something that really brings me joy. There you go. Yeah. So for me, it's also like food preparation. So I Mm. really like to bake. I enjoy that. Uh I don't like cooking, especially for a bunch of people, right? So this idea about any gatherings that I might be hosting or want to take things to, like how do I outsource the majority of the food prep? I love that. I love that. One thing I do a lot that I do enjoy is kind of like planning what we're going to do, like planning activities. And one thing that we've done actually kind of in preparation for Thanksgiving, we're going to be together is that I've let some of that go. And I do mean some, I mean, I've had some ideas and I kind of percolated, but I have really allowed other people to say, hey, this is what we think we're going to do and not try to say, oh, but we could do it this way and really say, yep, that sounds great. And it actually feels really nice to to be able to not have to pick that up at all. So I think I think that idea kind of we've talked about cognitive effort in the past. And I think that any of those tasks that can be fully jettisoned, right, fully completed by somebody else. So we're not having to do the cognitive tasks either, like making the lists or getting the groceries together, that kind of thing. Well, let's even circle back to cognitive load, how that might show up around the holidays. Any thoughts on that? Like how cognitive load can become especially loady? Huh. Especially heavy. Loaded, loaded, yeah. maybe. Loaded. Like <laughs> right. So many ideas. What about what about you guys? 
Yeah, I'm just like, okay, so it's busy enough as it is. And then now we're just stacking on like these other things that that we have to do. And (laughs) I was talking to my friend Sarah on the way here and it cracked me up. I'd already mentioned this to the two of you, but she was saying like, y'all need to mention this in in, in this podcast, Mental Load, as we were talking about preparations for Halloween, which when we're recording this, it's prior to Halloween. And um, I've seen pictures of her kids in their costumes and they're really cute. And her husband said, when is Halloween again? <laughs> like, that's a, a good example like, of like... do the kids like, need to get costumes? <laughs> she's like, damn you! Right, right. What kind of candy? Like, and, I mean, and Robert was asking me this too. Like, do I, do I need to go I to Sam's? The candy. Do I need to go to Costco? I'm like, anywhere that sells candy is good. Yeah. You go mm-hmm. feel free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think what you're tapping into there, for me at least, is that sometimes I get those questions because people don't really know. Right. And I think sometimes I get those questions because they're really asking me, do you have a strong opinion about this? Yeah. Like, John might say, can I go to Costco for the candy? Not because he doesn't know there's candy at Costco, but because he might say, do we have a plan for this that I'm not aware of? Like, do you have a preference? And that's one thing I'm practicing as I'm trying to let some cognitive load go is to really let it go and say, like, I might choose to buy candy somewhere else or do. But if you're going to take that on, I'm going to really let you and appreciate that and not try to deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like not try to get into your business. Right. And I was, I'm thinking too of, of an argument that John and I had probably pretty consistently every year, like for the first many years of our marriage, probably the first like 10 years of our marriage, we would have a big argument in December. And usually it was because his job had gotten super busy and my job had gotten super busy. And I was, I think he'd agree, it's pretty single-handedly taking on all of the cognitive load for the holidays shopping. Like we have like 10 nieces and nephews and aunts and uncles. And co- I mean, like and I was buying all of the presents and shipping all the, I mean, doing all of those things and the decorations and the holiday mm-hmm. outfits. And, and I mean, you're both nodding your head, you know, all the aunts. And I, I really, we finally realized like, this is not actually how we want to start our holidays is with this big fight. <laughs> Every December 15th or whatever. Yeah, as Jamie talked about before, like yeah. the January divorce month. <laughs> there we go. That's right. That's right. But we had to kind of get it, like intentional about, okay, what's going on? How do we have, how do we manage that? How do we plan ahead? Because it was, it was a pattern. What about you guys? Do you notice any kind of patterns yeah, Over I mean, holidays. And I think what has happened like in our family life as and, you know, family members have either gotten older, have health concerns or passed away like that. Now, Robert and I are for our immediate family anyways, you know, kind of become the the hub. Mm. You're the matriarch? I think probably, uh-huh. probably somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't uh-huh. know if my my parents would agree or extended relatives or whatever. But yeah, I mean, we have a tendency to host at our house and people look to us like, what's the time? What are we doing? All of those what kinds of things. What should we bring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's the menu? I'm like, You're oh. the keeper of all yeah. cognitive lists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, that I think just because of how the, the nature of our family makeup has changed, it has put more, you know, on my, on my plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any tips and tricks on how you've been able to manage that differently or? Good luck. No, I mean, (laughs) no, no, no. Um, no. we're going to get out that worksheet right now. We're going to start working through it. I mean, I 
think part of it is, yeah, like maybe not potentially doing as much. So maybe in the past where we would have a menu with, you know, like 20 different dishes on it or whatever, like let's scale back. Like let's do a little survey. Like what are we going to do? Let's stick with stuff that's not too laborious to prepare, Mm -hmm. you know, or delegate out. Like my sister and I, you know, for Thanksgiving anyways, we divide up the duties. So she's always the turkey person. Mm -hmm. So she does the turkey and then most of the time, you know, and then maybe like a side or two and then I'll do the sides and the desserts and stuff like that. So that's, that's helpful. Yeah. And then we've got like kind of traditions and stuff around Christmas that aren't, you know, huge. Cause I don't, we don't have a very big family, so it's, it's not too bad, but we, we mix it up. Mm-hmm. You know, Jimmy, that's, as you were talking, I was thinking that's really nice to like share the load with someone. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I mean, I think that's been one of the great things about this podcast. I think it's one of the great things about when you have someone in the holidays where you're like, hey, you do this, I'll do that. Like right. we're dividing and conquering and yeah. we're like on a team working together. Yeah. Like there's something that feels really, makes it all much more manageable. Yeah. Well, the sharing makes it fun, yes. right? And I think that's something we've all individually talked about a lot is that collaboration is something that we really enjoy and that we kind of miss because we have pretty isolated jobs. Yeah. And I think that that's something with the holiday stuff too, that can be so much more fun to collaborate. And certainly delegation is part of that. I've like, it really does feel nice to say this whole task I would like to give you, but it, it, it really is enjoyable maybe to go Christmas shopping together as a family versus me having to do all those errands by myself. Right. And I think that it, that does require some planning and some cognitive load at the beginning of the of the season or kind of as you go, but kind of that awareness that, hey, this is this is a way to bring more joy to these tasks. And, and if they're not going to bring joy to me, can I get rid of them or can I find ways to invite yeah, more joy? Yeah, and we have in. in the past where I was just kind of like, I felt up to my eyeballs and I I didn't want to do it where we've actually jetted out as a family and done a vacation like elsewhere, like for for Thanksgiving or something like that. Like if I just couldn't, if I wanted somebody else to kind of take, take the lead or just have a different, not necessarily take the lead, but have a different holiday experience. We've done that in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's striking me like I have a hard time asking for help sometimes. Like, I feel like I should do it all on my own. But what happens is then like you reach the point where you're like grumpy about it and irritable and then it comes out in this passive aggressive way. And like, why does no one help? And like that kind of way, it it becomes um, unpleasant, I think, for everyone. That's right. Right. And so I'm sitting here thinking like, gosh, what if you did that on the front end and could come at it with, gosh, it'd be really helpful for me. You know, if you could wrap these gifts or this year, I feel mm-hmm. like you're big enough to do all your wrapping yourself. And I'm right. so excited to see mm-hmm. how, what you do with it. Let me know if you need anything. Right. So you can kind of just like set this nice little boundary up front in a very like calm way and or ask for help before yeah. getting frustrated yeah. okay. and right. before like doing it sideways. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. And I think like having these conversations, like you were saying, well enough in advance, you know, versus mm-hmm. my kids saying, oh, I forgot to buy a present, you know, like the day before they go to the last day oh, of yeah. school before the holiday, you know, break or whatever. And I'm like trying to scramble. I know, not even scramble. the day before, but they tell you at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when you're in your pajamas, you're like lying in bed and they come downstairs. Hey, mom, I got to take a gift to school tomorrow. I know. Right. <laughs> And then I'm like, I don't think Amazon Prime is going to be here that quickly, yes, my dear. Yeah, they might. <laughs> Maybe. I don't may know. Not be anything we'll you want to give as a gift. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think definitely the the planning ahead feels like a good a, a good thing to keep in mind kind of as you go. And I think within that framework of being intentional, is this something I want to do? Is this 
following my purpose of the holidays or not. And I think one nice purpose, especially as our kids get older, is to give them that independence. So let them take on some of these tasks, whether it's wrapping or planning what they're going to purchase or being a, a part of the kind of the team as far as helping those those preparations. And even going to purchase, like I remember when I was, you know, 13, if not before, like I would go to the mall by myself at the holidays, like mm-hmm. or maybe with a friend and I'd have my like, cash, right? That was when you you could write, write a check, right? Or there's like cash mostly, right? right? And yeah, you would have your budget, mm-hmm. right? And you would go buy gifts for people. And yeah. I did it on my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I will say like this year, something that has been helpful as, as the holidays approach or Christmas is coming is that I've been picking up gifts for my friends throughout the year, oh, nice. which is something that I tend to not do. I've you know, just with the busyness of everything, I wait until the last minute to to get stuff. But not this year. I've I'm pretty like proud of myself for for getting things as I've gone on like different different trips at different places, and I'll find stuff that reminds me of people, and so I'll I'll pick it up and just put it in my stash. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you remember what's for who? Uh, generally I do. Um, yeah. Cause they're most of the time, cause it's pretty specific yeah. of mm. things, but sometimes it's, I forget what I have gotten. And so I have to like drag it out and look and make sure. Sometimes you're like, shoot, I got six things for this. Yeah, right, right. Like, right. I know. Yeah. Let's go to the birthday file. <laughs> right. Yeah. Next year. Christmas, Christmas, out, right? Christmas till 2030. <laughs> We're in good shape. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is just trying to find ways that can invite some more peace and ease not being afraid to say no, not being afraid to pare down, not being afraid to do less, to have more joy. Yeah. Right. And to let your hustle and bustle be like the good kind, right? Like how do we lean into that as much as possible? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So any, any take home messages, even from like the last few episodes, any other, like do try this at home thoughts that you guys have. My, my thought would be that to enjoy the hustle and bustle and to be intentional about the like business. Exactly what I was going to say that first. Oh, enjoy the hustle and bustle. <laughs> enjoy the hustle uh-huh. and bustle. And the parts of it that you don't enjoy, try to be mindful and intentional about letting those things go. Yeah. yeah. And I would say, like, try to incorporate some flexibility. You know, mm. you can't be everything to everybody all the time or even some of the time. So just being being flexible, I think, in whatever your hustle and bustle activities are. Sounds like you're saying flexible with yourself and others, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that self-compassion. I think it's a good to try this at home for any topic <laughs> right. we might be talking about. <laughs> any of the right. time. Right. We'll just default there. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear from you. Like amidst your hustle and bustle, not one more thing to add to your list. But if there's concerns, comments, questions, feedback, things you'd like to hear more of or less of, please feel free to let us know. You can find us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com or you can find us on social media on both Facebook and Instagram. We'll continue our holiday series next week with wonder. So we will look forward to seeing you then. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. Thank you.